0: You will receive us. Donnie, you're out of your element.
1: It's not a tumor. My first wife was tardy. She's a pilot now.
0: Oh, now you're going to
1: shoot me in my pinky toe. Shut up! And literally fuck your own face! Howdy how. In that holiday spirit, you know, we got through Thanksgiving. I know I
0: ate a lot. I most certainly did as well.
1: And then your dog puked
0: on me. Yeah. <laughs> I shall never forget your face, looking up, what the hell? Just got chunky shit in your beard. Yeah.
1: It was bad, dude. Right in my face.
0: Right in my face. You were laying there on the floor so defeated. I had to come home and take a shower. Man was nearly in a turkey coma, the dog straight blew chunks at him. Yeah, it was oh. Whoever gave that fucking dog
1: food. Yeah. I want to slap the shit out
0: of them. Oh, shit. That's funny.
1: Well, we're back. And
0: I don't know what what to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I something I'd like to mention is how we have been completely and utterly hooked on a game lately. that I don't even know if should, it should have any right to have us hooked as well as it does. Yeah. But there's a game called... Um, What's it called? Lethal Company. Lethal Company, that's it. I almost forgot. It's really early access. I'm pretty sure it was made by like three dudes or something like that. But it's ten dollars on Steam right now. And the gist of it is, is you and three other friends you're going in a ship through you know, in a very, very futuristic company that clearly, you know, is all about production. And they send you on these planets where you gotta gather scrap but there's monsters that try to get you along the way. Some fucked monsters. And they can't, there's no way to defend yourself against these monsters. Yeah, like you get a shovel and, like, stun grenades. But, like, that gives you a mere moment of, like, running room, basically. And most monsters don't even give a fuck. They just kill you. And, um... The game is phenomenal with friends. If you've got a group of friends to play with, this is a must-get. It is going to get the, uh better with friends award on steam guaranteed i'd put money on it this year it will get the better with friends award
1: well and he says it's ten dollars on steam right now but that's the full price of the game
0: yeah yeah
1: it it is very early access they say that they're going to add more creatures and like you know more items and stuff and
0: you can tell just by looking at it just at what there is that this game is barely done like the dude has barely got it playable at where it's at. Like it's it's a fun com- like I'd say semi complete game, but you could tell it's just got that seal, you know what I mean? So there's plenty of room for this game to grow and it's already got us absorbed. So
1: well, so myself whenever I'm in the group because I type faster than everybody, mm-hmm. I'm the terminal man. Yeah, and because f- I'm I'm decent at giving direction. And I can type quickly, so whenever I see a door needs opened, I can go into the terminal, and it's basically like command prompt. Mm. And you have to tell it to open a certain door, and then it'll broadcast it to open that door. And so, I'm playing with Dill and another another friend. Uh, who was it that day? Was it was it Mason? I
0: think it was Logan, wasn't it?
1: Maybe, maybe. And they both, you know, they both died. And, you know, Dylan was just like, man, if, if you got like 40 seconds, if you're going to get any of that loot we left outside, you need to go get it. And I fucking take off, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go. I've never been outside the fucking ship before. And I run out, and I say, man, I don't even have a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. And at that time, I get swarmed by these fucking blind dogs.
0: Now, I'm going to tell this from my perspective, okay? So I'm basically running back, and I'm like y'all you need to go get some loot now while you can because we're about out of time and i see nick running into the fucking abyss like a damn among us character fucking looking like a goofball sprinting into the dark with no flashlight i'm like he's gonna go get that loot we're good and as i'm looking over my shoulder i look over and i hear him in the distance go i don't even have a flashlight like barely in the distance while two giant like Rhinoceros-sized dogs collide in him in a pincer-sized action and mangle him, ripping him apart. And uh, I'm gonna lie—I'm not gonna lie—I died laughing. I couldn't help myself, but <laughs> it was—it was like one of those grade A horror moments. Um,
1: it—it it is kind of scary though, because I did eventually go out, and I realized that I'm terminal man. Mm-hmm. That's just—that's
0: just me. Because you've you seen the fear, the true the scare it, factor. The flashlight lasts like three minutes. Yeah, you gotta click it. I literally just flash it for a second when I use it. I flash it for a moment and turn it back off.
1: It's bullshit. Just to see yeah. Because yeah. then whenever it dies, you're just running around going, I can't fucking You're just scraping see your anything. chin
0: across the fucking wall, hoping that you figure out where you're going and don't step on a landmine. it, it is fun
1: though. It is fun. Tell what You were telling me a story about another interaction you had with another buddy where he was just like, give me your flashlight.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so we're in the fucking depths of Armageddon itself, okay? I'm telling you, there's monsters everywhere. You can hear ting, 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 ting. Fucking giant spiders and all kinds of shit around the corners. And I'm like, Taylor, we're going to die down here. And Taylor goes, don't worry, buddy, I got this give me your flashlight (laughs) and i gave him my flashlight right and he gives me his dead one and he goes you take the exit i got this and i see him running off with a shovel into the dark running off i'm like you go get him champ and as i'm going around the corner looking for the exit i finally come across the exit and i see a blood trail going up against the wall i'm like what the fuck I look over and I see his mangled corpse leaning up against the wall with in a puddle of blood with that same flashlight shining on him like, like <laughs> 35 seconds later. And I was like, oh! <sighs> yeah, he didn't have it. Yeah, that's for sure. But it was... I wonder if they're ever going to bring it to console. I don't know. I feel like I could easily play on a console with the way that the game works, but...
1: Well, that's, that's where I had, you know, my rant with... Mm-hmm. Um, the other Nick in the group. Oh yeah. Where we were arguing back and it got pretty heated. And you know, that's that's my thing is that these these different these consoles, it adds so much work to them because yeah. they have to develop the game on PC. Mm-hmm. Every game is developed on a PC. You can't develop a game on a PlayStation 5. Yeah. You know? But they have to build it. To where they run it through like a compiler or something, and that's how it be. That's how it becomes playable on a PlayStation because it, it you run it through a like PlayStation mm-hmm. compiler because they have a certain architecture. That's my that's my thing is that we would probably get better games if console architecture was just like PC because they're
0: saying just execute this whole just like third party thing that consoles do and just. Only PCs for gaming.
1: Well, you know, these consoles they can come least, out they, they can come out because they all they already come out with the different versions, so where you
0: have to buy two or three you, versions. Are you saying basically like consoles would just be like the bare minimum pre builts for games right now? Yeah, that's where, what you want it to be?
1: Where it's like I'd say, you know, kinda like
0: because I don't know how TVs, they want to set it up. If you get they want what I'm to, saying, though. Instead of it being a console, it's just a cheaper computer.
1: It's a it's a mass produced computer. Yeah. that PlayStation can put their mark on it. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, like they can. Like it they can, be, it, it comes preloaded with their UI. It comes preloaded. Like it wouldn't with,
0: be Intel or AMD. It would be. Well, they still use AMD chips. Okay, so that still would be. Yeah, they they
1: use you know basically like PC parts. They you know it's they may use their own proprietary like AMD made these chips yeah. just for the PlayStation 5. But my my issue is that, you know, when a game wants to come out on all platforms, they have to, that's why Nintendo Switch doesn't get fucking really anything because the power is so much lower. Mm-hmm. Now, that's where the the game companies need to decide, you know, PlayStation and xbox need to decide do we want to just make it meet the minimum requirements or do we want to make it make it meet recommended requirements yeah but at least if they had a set recommended requirement or minimum requirement then game developers would say we're going to make it with this and then they run it through the compiler and then it's good to go Mm
0: -hmm.
1: obviously it's not you know if it's a playstation exclusive it's a playstation exclusive but PlayStation has finally realized that, huh, we can make a shitload of money oh, yeah. if we wait a while and then say, okay, now it can go out on Steam or whatever. Yeah. But if they wanted to do that, why can't they have it to where there's a PlayStation launcher
0: Yeah.
1: on the PC? I have Steam. You know, there's Xbox Game Pass where you have to download and play all the games through Xbox Game Pass. So why can't it be like that for PlayStation?
0: PlayStation has its own program for the yeah, computer? Yeah, that way when... Where you when, can have like your friends list and you could join like the chats, PlayStation chats through that and stuff? Yeah, then they can... That'd be cool. You know, I just, I feel like, you know,
1: we're, we're at a time where... Do you,
0: think, do you think the reason Microsoft has that is because Microsoft and Xbox are the same thing? Do you know what I mean? Or do you think that's because, do you think that's why? Probably. And that's the reason that Sony doesn't have their own program on micro, on a Microsoft device? It might be. It might be. Okay. Because I, I was wondering that myself for a long time. That, that's why Xbox was so compatible with it. Because it's the same company. It
1: They probably have made it that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, with, with that, I mean, I just... There are ways around it. I mean, I would love to... I've heard that there's a... It's a bare bones like windows pro like somebody that was big into linux made like a windows 10 but took away all the bloatware bullshit that's on oh, yeah. it that i don't want and barely anybody wants like i wish i could delete cortana but yeah, cortana for sure i wish i could delete OneDrive. does
0: anybody use that shit anyway i don't probably does anybody genuinely use cortana like to, like, like seriously I thought Siri... Everybody used, like, Siri on their phone for, like, two days and then shut it off. Well,
1: you know and then, I mean? yeah, and then, you know, you have Google Assistant. Google Assistant pisses me off because I'm driving down the road listening yeah. to a podcast. And if somebody says the word, okay, it tends to activate, okay, Google on my, on my car. And it pauses my fucking podcast until I hit the button and be like, no, bitch, I don't yeah. want to ask you anything.
0: Yeah, fuck all that.
1: But... You know, it those those little things I, I would love to try out that bare bones Windows ten. They may it may have maybe Windows eleven, I don't know. I can't remember who was telling me about it. But I just I like that idea because <laughs> apparently you can run Windows ten on like two gigs of RAM.
0: Really?
1: Like you could run Windows ten on a Raspberry Pi. Jeez. Because it's so bare bones. But yeah, I just I'm I wonder why the companies don't. I I know they make money on their hardware, and I I realize that people that play consoles like just being able to turn it on, and it works. But if they have a set number of you know specs, wouldn't that mean that? Wouldn't that mean that I could take it to like a PC repair shop in theory, and if it runs kind of like a computer? Then they just order that processor that the PS Five uses,
0: put that processor in. You're saying you know, that, you're saying if they made consoles the way that you're talking about, where it's like they're simple, more simple computers. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that would be a. I would, I'd prefer that honestly, because the whole reason Sea of Thieves is being set back in the ship limit in the servers is because they have to. For, they're on that five-year plan with the original consoles, where it has to be compatible. And those consoles, like, your load times are already fucking a minute and 30 seconds after you die, coming back from the ferry with five, six ships on the server. If you had more than that, hell, you could go fucking, you know.
1: But it'd give people the freedom, too, of, you know, they'd be able to, in theory, you'd be able to, in this instance, delete. You could buy the new PS5, delete the OS, and then you could put, you know, Windows on it, and then you'd be able to have Steam on there. And yeah. you'd be able to have, you know, the you know the PlayStation launcher. And you'd have, you know, the Blizzard launcher. You could have all those things. It'd be like, everybody could have a PC. But they have it set to where when you're like, shit, my hard drive died. You could open it. You could just order a new PlayStation hard drive. Yeah. Pop it in. And then you're good to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like feel like they're just they're milking people but I still have PTSD from the 360 days with the oh, red yeah. ring of death.
0: Yeah, you were buying a new. I, honestly, I was the luckiest person ever when it came to Xbox cuz I had my original arcade for not my original, that one died, but because of the dog situation. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, my dog pissed on it, by the way, if anybody's curious and it died, but um my original arcade that I got after that that I bought with my own money. From like just doing odd jobs and stuff. I that one lasted me eight years until I sold it. And then I sold it for a hundred bucks to Chase. Yeah. Um but everybody else they were getting a new Xbox every year and a half. Maybe Mine either. lasted
1: about six months and then yeah. it would red ring on me. Mm-hmm. It those
0: overheated like if you played them for like eight hours plus regularly, they'd overheat quick. You'd burn something out. I don't know what it was, but those motherfuckers would burn out so, so bad. And I feel like if they were to just... I don't understand how the console thing has held on for so long. Do you know what I mean? Because the ups and the downs for having a PC compared to a console, they don't add up to me. Like, when I look back at whenever I was a console player, the only reason I was a console player was because I was like... I was uneducated on the situation... And I didn't have a ton of money. That that was my situation. I I was uneducated and I didn't know any better. And I didn't have the money to do anything about it. Now, I could have saved up money and got a PC way before I did. But I still had that thing where I was like, Oh, I don't know anything about it. So, like, I don't know where to start. So I just didn't. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people just need to get their dip their toes in the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because this console thing, I'm... I'm telling you, in the the future for gaming needs to, to move past the console thing, because it's, it's really it's doing nothing but bad things for a lot of the games I play, especially Sea of Thieves. You know what I mean?
1: We had quite the interactions yesterday on Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah. No doubt. We, we shit on that galley that had four fucking people
0: on it. Mm-hmm. It was me and Nick, and we uh, were on a sloop, and we, we fucked this galley's day up for sure.
1: They, they were for sure thought that they were going to beat us. Because oh, yeah. they rolled in just big dick swinging. And Dilly fucking rockets over there and killed all of them twice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just dicing them the fuck up. I finally die. The only reason we weren't able to sink them there is because Nick was in a spiral getting peppered by two skelly ships. He couldn't do fuck all, you know. I was just trying to keep us afloat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. so I'm over there fucking, you know.
1: I'd occasionally get a pepper off on them, and then you could defend that fucking hole, but yeah. that galley
0: takes a long time to sink. You have to hit all bottom decks for it to really get to that second deck. When you get to the second deck, it's basically under, but you gotta get to the second deck. But these motherfuckers rolled up like they was... They were was King ready. Kong yeah. up in this bitch, yeah. and Dilly was just like, I still
1: got it, motherfucker." I was like, I
0: ain't got double gun, I, but, you know, we still eatin'. And then after that, we had, uh, who was it
1: that came, that came on and played for Logan. a bit? Logan. Logan. Yeah. Um, it, it's hard to keep them all, because you have the real names, and that's what you call them, but yeah. they have their screen names, yeah. and that's how I know them. So uh-huh. it, it's difficult that and, way. And I've
0: got like three different names for everyone. Yeah. Have you noticed? Like Josh, I call him Joshy J, Josh, Joshy, Mason, Mason. Cam, but, Cammy, Cam Tope. <laughs> Then
1: we were, then we were on that brig, and we were trying to do that Skelly event. And that oh one God. sloop, that one sloop, kept trying to fuck with us.
0: That little cocksucker. He was trying
1: to steal our shit.
0: Oh, for sure. He was
1: trying to, like, you know, he was we
0: waiting were, till we were weak to attack. Every time he was waiting till we got into a scrap. And then but he was then, solo. I mean, I don't blame him for playing like that. But,
1: but that's whenever I got to play with uh, the the uh, the voice mod uh, yeah. program. <laughs> So I jumped up and pulled out the megaphone, and I just... I don't want peace. I want problems always. Hitting is my hobby. And he'd run away every time I yelled that.
0: It was a good time. We ended up
1: chasing him down, setting his boat on fire.
0: Yeah, fucked his day up. It was a good time. They need to bring the six boats back, so the servers will be bumping again. It's... That galley fight was some straight high-octane gameplay, though. It was. It was fun. Like, the boat was being blown to fucking splinters. Like, it was... Shit was crazy. We would have been sunk if they could aim for shit. Oh god, we nosed a fucking galleon like we literally almost rammed them, and they were just you like, we just see like sixteen cannonballs volleys flying over the ship and missing. I'm just like Nick for the love of fuck, repair the boat. You know, just... <laughs> so I'm like I'm trying, dude. I need buckets. <laughs> oh man, that
1: I'm I'm genuinely I'm I'm solidified in it. This is the time. For indie games
0: definitely indie
1: developers this is the time for them the, because... D, the
0: deep rock type games the the smaller developers that still got some passion in gaming and are, are here to actually make a good game and not just monetize it we need more of that shit because i've noticed in the past five years some of my favorite games that i've played have been those smaller indie games like stuff like that you know what i mean Some. They've been some of my favorites, and that's the that's the problem
1: with the consoles is that a lot of these indie games aren't out yeah. for consoles, mm-hmm. and I I feel bad for consoles because like Lethal Company, dude, that's
0: that is a perfect console game too. We
1: wasted a couple hours just doing some missions and just laughing it up. It was mm-hmm. all organic fucking entertainment. Yeah, you weren't looking at a story, you weren't trying. It was just like. All right, guys, you died again. How many fucking walkie talkies do I need to buy? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then you know you had uh, or retrieving your homie's body, going in and finding his mangled corpse laying there with a flashlight shining on it, with a trail of blood that's thirty meters long. Like that, just those moments are like, it, it because you're with your buddies, it's got the comedic value, but it's also one of the scariest fucking games I have played in a minute. We we bullied Nick. Into fucking finally using a walkie talkie yeah I know I know <laughs> dude I was being kind of mean that day honestly but <laughs> he was getting on my fucking nerves like I went over and I was like order me a flashlight and then I went over the thing and I seen that he didn't or- he ordered the green one I went what a fucking dumbass <laughs> like why he was right next to me I went I'll order myself since he doesn't have the fucking brain cells to do it and then I order it and he's just like I-, I hear I see him running away next to somebody he's like god dang that leaves me heated <laughs>
1: Well, he kept hop- hopping on the
0: terminal, and it's just like, that's my job, motherfucker. Yesterday, that motherfucker got me killed. So I went up to a door, right, and there's a thumper behind it going, rawr, rawr, and I'm beating its fucking head with a shovel through the door. And Nick just comes on the mic he goes, I got it, boys. And he opens the fucking door, and the <laughs> thumper murders all of us. And I see him on the mic going, boys, there's something on top of you. There's a red dot on top of you, boys. You gotta run. Dilly, are you fucking stupid? Run. And we're dead. It's eating us. You know what I mean? (laughs) We finally get revived like, Nick, you just killed the whole fucking party. He goes, what are you talking about? You guys were waiting for me to open the door. I'm like, there was a red dot behind the door, Nick. We didn't want to open the door. We were trying to kill the enemy through the door. And he goes, well... I thought you needed, like, it was just like a looter bug and you needed to get through. And you guys were just waiting. I was like, no, you killed us. And he's like, oh, sucks sucks." <laughs> like, you're never on Terminal again, you fucking shrimp. And then when,
1: yeah, when he was playing with us, he was just like, I got this. And he just, you remember he already leaped off as soon as the planet went in and we thought he died.
0: <laughs> By the way, he almost did. He fucking broke his legs. His character was in the red already.
1: Oh, such such a fun game. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, man. And fucking yesterday, whenever we were playing, I was in the ship, and fucking Mason and Taylor were in the back of the ship. And there was, I was just like, be quiet, be quiet, I heard something. And I guess Mason had a big head because we were about to leave. And he goes... Be quiet. For what? You think I give a fuck? And he went on the back of the ship and he goes, "What up, bitch? What you wanna do, bitch?" And then you just see a fucking dog go, <laughs> and just start ripping him the fuck up. Meanwhile, you know, he's like, oh, "Oh That's like that's all you hear. For his mic gets cut. I'm just like, "Well." And Taylor's like, "Dilly, Mason's dead." And I'm like, "I know, I know." <laughs> so yeah, don't be talking shit to the the blind dogs in the night. They'll come eat your ass. Especially if you ain't got a flashlight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It'd be nice if there were ways to kind of combat some of them,
0: like actually take them out to where you can get the loot. You can kill the thumper. I've managed to kill the thumper. That's the one where it like crawls on its front legs and its like head opens up like the demogorgon. I've been able to kill that one. I don't know what to do about a springhead. If you don't have somebody with you, I don't know how you walk through the facility backwards to get out. Especially if there's jumps that you got to go across. Yeah. The ghost girl, I don't know. I think you just die or leave. Um, and the the head crab things that jump on your head. You need somebody near you with a shovel. And I hate the shovel because then you can only grab one piece of loot unless you leave your flashy behind. And then you basically are tethered to another person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think as the game grows, it'll get mods that allow you to carry more. And,
1: yeah, it, it probably will.
0: Or, or maybe like a backpack thing you can purchase that let you hold more items. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that.
1: Yeah. I could see it. But, I mean, you you can't put the engine in a backpack.
0: No, no. And I don't think you ever should be able to, but I'm just saying, like, I think you should be able to carry a flashlight and a walkie and then have four slots. Carry three small things and a big thing. Yeah. I mean, you'd be slugging because that's heavy, but... I just think that would be better overall. Because I feel like a lot of the problems I have is just like, guys, I got seven pieces of loot and there's 17 monsters around me. I'm about to get, you know, my anus ripped apart, help, <laughs> and then I'm dead. And then the rest of the group's wandering around looking for what happened to me. You know what I mean? And then we end up leaving with none of the loot. Yeah. I and mean, I could have stuffed all that shit in the backpack and tracked back already. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time. It is. But... And it's $10, people. $10. I legit like I was talking to Nick the other day. He was like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about get, uh, it. It looks like a good game." And then I was like, "It's fucking ten dollars. Whatever. I just gifted it to him. Like, I, it, it's cheap enough. I could just, I could just send it to a brother. You know what I mean? So, if you got a little friend group, take $20, 30 bucks, get a couple copies, send it to your boys. It'll be a good time.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Support these guys that are in
0: early access. I'm, I'm. And you can see the posts that they make underneath the game. You could tell this dudes like, "Wow, my game has some traction. People actually are enjoying my game." And then you can you can you can literally like see the excitement in their text that their game is growing and, and the love that they've got for the game already.
1: I wonder how many players are act- are active on it at any given time.
0: It, it, it's already it's already the number one most played team game on Steam right now. If you look, it's the number. I'm telling you that. Um, Better with Friends Award that's given out every year. It's like one of those big awards on Steam. It, it'll get it this year. I guarantee it. And that, that's a big title to have on Steam. The Better with Friends Award. I'm,
1: I'm more lenient with the indie games whenever they come out with an early access title. Yeah. Because I know that...
0: Three people made it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I looked at the credits
0: and... I mean, It wasn't three people that they give credits. In, the, I'm, ta- in there, I'm talking but like the people. It's like code. twenty, maybe. Yeah, but like the coding team, the one who did like the making the game, like the actual like hard part. You know what I mean? There's the well, no, I, don't take that the wrong way, but I'm talking like the net part, the coding. There's like three people involved with that. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of work for three people. Yeah,
1: you gotta think about how many lines of code
0: there, that, goes
1: into a simple hundreds and game. hundreds and
0: hundreds. For the simplest command is like could be dozens and dozens of lines of code. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I got a lot of respect for the indie companies and you could tell they got a lot more passion for the game than a lot of these AAAs. You could tell because it doesn't instantly slam microtransactions and ads in your face. Would you
1: think? Do you uh, do you consider the <laughs> the developer that made Baldur's Gate three an indie
0: developer? Mm. I don't think they're indie. Are they? I don't. It's, who made they, it? It's the people who made the old Baldur's Gate games. I can't remember the. Is it? Hold up. Let me look that up real quick.
1: See, this would be a good time for us to have like an ad to play or whatever well speaking of that while he's looking it up i will say that i'm about a week in to trying that mushroom coffee everyday dose yeah i really enjoy it i really enjoy it it has a very strong coffee flavor but i've also noticed that i have a sustained amount of energy throughout the day but whenever it's about time whenever i normally need to go to bed i'm ready to go to bed it's not like you know you got to lay there and kind of work your way up to it because it you get natural energy from it. So okay, so, I'm not I'm not you know sponsored or anything like that. It's just I'm only a weekend too, mm-hmm. so I need to find out. I've what heard it's a like. lot of
0: people are doing that though, so there might be something about that that's actually. Working so yeah, try well. it out if you're you know if you have that energy
1: drink addiction or anything like mm-hmm. that. Try it out. Try it out.
0: Back on the topic of Baldur's Gate, though, it was created by a company known as Lurian Studios, which is a Belgium-owned company since 1996. And they're very popular for games like Divinity, Origin, Sin 2, which are like D&D-style games. And they've been known for making games similar to that for a long time.
1: But see, even if you wouldn't call them an indie developer, they have set a different standard to games that you know, is pissing off Ubisoft this and This is the EA. thing, though,
0: is if you have the money AAA companies do, you should be putting games out that are blowing indie games out the fucking water. There's no excuse for indie games to be better right now. And that should be telling people a lot about the current state of what games are. If people, if, if 20 people in college can put a game together in two years that has more traction than the newest Assassin's Creed, we've got an issue. We've got an issue, because... Assassin's Creeds are five hundred million dollar. You know, yeah, that, that's how much money they put into those games, like every year. I saw
1: I saw a thing where I think it was like the CEO of Rockstar, and he was talking about how um, games yeah, should dollars games should start um, not being like a seventy dollar fee. It should be like a pay by the hour kind of thing. And, and what? Yeah. Like a
0: carnival ride or something? What the fuck?
1: It It's because there... I guess what he was saying is because you buy a game... Like, you go to the... You know, you go to Walmart or you go on Amazon or whatever and you buy a DVD or you buy a Blu-ray. You spend 30 bucks on that collector's edition Blu-ray you're getting the three hours of entertainment. Or, you know, say it has, you know, like Lord of the Rings, and it has, because they have extended edition of yeah. Lord of the Rings to where they're like four hours long, you know, director's cut. But then they have like six hours of bonus features. So you have ten hours of entertainment in that one thing. But when you look at games, like Lethal Company, ten bucks. And we've had, what? I'm actually going to look. I'm a little bit away from here. I've only played the game for like 3.8 hours according to Steam. You know, I've only put in like 4 hours. That's $2.50 yeah. per hour. Yeah. that I've that I've done. And as that time goes up, that dollar amount goes down.
0: Yeah. So
1: you know, when you spend $60 or $70 on GTA 6 when it finally decides to come out, there are people that soaked, you know, look at you spent $60 on Dark Souls 3, but you logged 3200 hours into that
0: game. Yeah. So you're looking at less than a cent. Yeah, that's that's an absurd amount of value for what I've got out of the game. But yeah, that that the thing is, you don't always get that with games. Sometimes sometimes you buy a game and you only get 40 hours out of it. Yeah. For me. Like not a, not all games are from soft games for me. I can't do that with every game. Yeah. Look, Think
1: about how much how much time you've put into Sea of Thieves. Oh, God. I couldn't. I spent $20 on Sea of Thieves. I waited until it went on sale, and I was like, fine, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Because I had a guy at work bitching that I, you know, like, man, you need to be a pirate. You need to be a fucking pirate with me. You were bitching about yeah. me getting it, and I was like, fine, it went on sale, I'm getting it. And since I'm here, I'll look. Thirty-four point nine hours is what I've put into it so far.
0: I think I've got like a hundred something on Steam, and then like fucking five hundred and six days played on the Xbox version. <clears throat> so, so
1: the I understand where he's coming from from like a business standpoint,
0: but he's yeah, not. But
1: you're not going to be able to do no, that as a sustainable no. business model. Th-
0: that's such a that's a very very money hungry like idea. It's just like. I know we're guaranteeing you this this entertainment, and the amount of entertainment you get out of this entertainment is up to you, but I would like to monetize it if you do have use it more than others. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if a dude played it for five hours, he's playing... or He spent five hours worth of currency, and then he's done with the game. So the casual player wins. But a dude who's going to grind and grind and grind and play the game out to its full extent, 100% the game, he's going to have to spend... A shit ton more because it'll be like 300 hours worth. Like, that's making games even more casual than they already are. Because it's just incentivizing playing games for two hours and then going to the next one. Yeah. Like, this is the same thing as like TikTok. Are they trying to dumb us down? Are they trying to make it, you know what I'm saying?
1: I think the game should start coming out with demos more.
0: Oh, I don't know why demos aren't a thing. There should be a trial for every single game. Give me ten minutes in the game. 10 minutes of moving around and doing shit.
1: Let you do one like, you know, just one rampage. Like the down yeah. the, the demo for GTA is just like you download all the assets but well, you're able to you're only able to play for yeah. like 10 minutes and they're just like, "Here, we give you every weapon in the game. Just go slaughter shit."
0: Yeah. Uh, back in the day on 360, they used to I remember there was a Skate 3 demo that I had. And that's a skateboarding game. It gave you an hour to skate around. I didn't even actually really need the game because all I like to do was ragdoll. So I'd just go around and just ragdoll for an hour and then go to play another game. And I could just keep doing that on the trial. We need more little demos and stuff like that to let me let us try out games because I've noticed a lot of times when I, somebody's like, hey, check this game out. The first thing I do is go to YouTube and I watch gameplay of it because there I have no way of testing it myself. I have no way of knowing if I'm going to enjoy this. So the first thing I do is I go watch gameplay. And then I'm spoiling myself. When you could have given a demo that has nothing to do with the story, no important details of what's going on in the game, just the core gameplay, and that could get me into the game. But instead, I'm spoiling myself, because I, I want to know if your game's worth a fuck, because AAAs aren't worth a fuck these days. But
1: instead, you know, you have like Activision releasing the Modern Warfare 3. They, that shows up on PlayStation as Modern Warfare 2 DLC. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even have its own standalone I'm, achievements. I'm
0: not trying to disrespect anybody who's a casual gamer and may like COD, but every time you buy those games, those new games, you are promoting the fact that companies don't have to do anything original anymore. They can just remaking old shit that worked. Y'all need to quit buying this shit. Like seriously, it's not a new game. You look at the side by sides. The past three games have the same engine, same animations, same core mechanics. Every like nothing changes in COD, people. If you if you really like COD, I whatever whatever that's fine. But just know that every year when you buy these games, you're just telling this company that you can continue to make revenue off of me with no new content, nothing new. You know, I'm I like the fact
1: that they have Warzone, and that Warzone is technically free to play. They make their money off of like cosmetics and stuff. That's an issue I have. Is like you're charging twenty five fucking dollars. For this cosmetic skin. Whenever it's like... More people would buy it.
0: Yeah, make skins like five bucks in games. It's a fucking skin. When I'm done with your game, I don't get to keep this skin. Why is it worth the same amount as a fucking tuxedo? Or make it to
1: where if they make Warzone 2... All those skins can transfer Mm -hmm. over. Then it gives you longevity with the franchise. Yeah. It makes people justify it more. Like, oh, well it's $20. But at least I know that... in 20 years, if they're on Warzone 10, I'm still able to have that skin, Mm -hmm. and it may not be available for purchase anymore.
0: I I think people need to start thinking before they purchase games casually, because I, I feel like people aren't getting new games anymore when they're buying the new Battlefield, or they're buying the new COD. Or they're buying the new Assassin's Creed. I don't feel like people are getting new games anymore. They're just seeing the flashy, the flashy commercials. I wonder what the return policy is on like the PlayStation Store.
1: Because at I least don't know.
0: I don't think you—if it's anything like Xbox, there was not a return policy. The minute you collect, you pressed your information in, and you press buy, that's bound to your account. There is no returning. See, at least Steam has yeah, like Steam. If you don't play, if you play for two hour under two hours, you can return any game. Any game.
1: It's like two weeks and two hours, Actually, right? Actually,
0: yeah, yeah. As, as a matter of fact, certain games don't even have that rule. I played this one game for 21 hours, and I returned it. So that's not even 100% guaranteed, depending on the game. I can't remember what game that was, but I played for like 21 hours, and then tried to return it, and it worked. So, so in a sense, Steam does
1: have the ability to do demos. You just have to put the money up front.
0: Yeah. So And you got to make sure you don't go over that threshold, yeah. of course. But,
1: but if you... Fire the game up, and you're like, "This game is du-. if it crashes on you four times when you're trying to just get into mm. the game, you can return it." And it's like, "Fix it, bitch. Maybe I'll buy it again then." But that's that's a nice feature that Steam has. That like I don't know what PlayStation's is because I don't I don't bother with it anymore.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't think Nintendo has anything like that either. No, you buy it and it's yours. Oh, it
0: sucks. Sucks to suck. Yeah. Too bad. We have your money. Yeah. It's just I I think that's why indie games are are looked at as like these holy grails nowadays is because I feel like a lot of companies have gotten away with just being lazy and not really giving a fuck, putting out the bare minimum, and we've become so sedentary to the situation because if you look at developers, they don't speak to the community anymore. They don't talk to anybody. There are no the head developers that call the shots, never speak to the community. Hey, unless Baldur's Gate 3 comes out, then they'll be on Twitter just releasing fucking paragraph-long messages about how gaming is collapsing around us all. Because, you know, a game came out, and now the new standards changed, and there's shitty Assassin's Creed Origins Galactic 3, or whatever the fucking dog shit they come out next, is not up to standard anymore. Because they developed it for a year and a half with zero passion. But- yeah, I,
1: what happened to Assassin's Creed? Because Assassin's Creed, like one and two, it had that weird like you were this one guy in this future in
0: the future, and yeah. you were
1: going back to like your ancestors and mm-hmm. shit. But didn't
0: they didn't they abandon that? They did, and then they didn't, and now it's a new guy that's going into the terminus thing, and then and then it's supposed to be a guy related to the dude going into the Terminus thing or something and then there's a dude who's stuck in the Terminus thing but his body's dead and he's just drifted in there or some shit, I don't know it's fucking, the spaghetti ass like lore that they made for that game, makes no sense and I don't know about you guys but any time in Assassin's Creed I got up off that Terminus table and they are just like, go around in the modern world and do shit I never did I turned right back around and went back in to go play fucking Ezio and stab people with my wrist knife. Fuck all this modern day bullshit. Fuck you mean? I'm here to play Assassin's Creed, not go fucking, you know, run from police because you were jaywalking. Like, what the fuck? Who? who I'm not who, hitting up the futuristic McDonald's. Yeah, like there's still the parkour element, but I'm like climbing on scaffolding and fucking, you know, Pizza Hut sign. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm here to be, I mean, I'm here to shoot muskets and shit. What the fuck? that's just my take I've had people disagree with me on that but that was the worst part of Assassin's Creed is that fucking modern day part fuck all that fuck all that and and now they're going into some wild shit there's like there's one that's like Origins you're like a you're like in the desert in like the like ancient times and they they got one that's like a, yeah that was the Egyptian one right and now they got a Viking one and there's like magic and like like Gods and shit in it, so it's like, what? Do you, what the fuck? Do you, I don't even know what's going on in the lore anymore. Like, I can't tell if it's like supernatural or if it's magic or if it's gods or if it's if it's if it's some sort of technocracy thing. Like, like that like computers have become so good that they're almost like godlike. I don't know what's going on. It's so confusing. Yeah, in the lore in that that game, so I don't really know. I feel like they're just reaching real hard. I think
1: Ubisoft, they they see an indie game come out that has some, you know, that gets traction, or, you know, a AAA title comes out that gets traction and people love it, like God of War, and then they come out with Vikings.
0: Yeah.
1: Whenever whenever a game comes out and people are like, man, I really like this, I like the world, I like this, and they're like, we're going to make it with Assassin's Creed. And just, that, that's their go-to thing. Yeah, they don't I, have that, an that, that's original That's a very idea. good point.
0: God of War came out, and then they did the fucking Valhalla shit, and then... That is very true. That's a good point. It,
1: yeah. It Ubisoft just... You know, what, uh... Wasn't it, uh... That Ghost Recon, the, like, Wildlands? Wild that was after Phantom Pain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it was exactly like Phantom Pain. Yeah, you went in to
1: do a mission. Yeah.
0: You went back to like it was a, all stealth, and you could lay on the ground and go prone, and you could dive, and a lot of the the specialized gear too was a lot like the Metal Gear technology. That's very true. I never made that comparison, but that's that's true. So There's not very many original ideas.
1: You you want to know what Ubisoft's going to do next? Just look at what one of the most popular titles are, and be like, how can Assassin's
0: Creed be in it? Yeah, you're gonna see the Elden Ring DLC come out, and then Ubisoft's gonna be like, "Check out our, you know, you know, our new third-person RPG." You know what I mean? Dude, I,
1: I, they couldn't pay me money to play that Assassin's Creed VR.
0: Yeah,
1: I'd throw up everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere, trying to run around parkour and shit. VR does not have that capability yet
0: Man, have you seen fucking for honor on the steam sales uh-uh that game's a dollar 99 when the sales come on ubisoft's like just take it just fucking just take buy it. It. it just play just just let make the steam numbers go up just a little bit even for an hour just give it a try you know it's like, <laughs>
1: are you fucking- i was so excited about that game too
0: I wanna be honest, the foundation of that game is phenomenal. The idea of cultures colliding in this epic battle of, you know, multiplayer proportions where there's like kind of flunkies and you're the heroes of the, the battle. Yeah. That's an amazing idea. But whoever balanced that shit is the same motherfucker balancing Overwatch. Like, what the fuck's going on?
1: You have a few people in your uh, in your Discord that are big into Overwatch too. Right now. Right now,
0: I imagine this will end very quickly because try they occasionally to... will just be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, they, yeah. they get They try They try to get me on Overwatch, but I know better. I can see through Blizzard's facade. Okay, I can see through it.
1: I've been playing a little bit of Diablo Four, mm-hmm. and the new season has been has been fun and,
0: until they figure out that fucking crashing thing. I'm not touching that game. Yeah, I, that I, pisses I, me off. I looked at the the reviews yesterday for that some of that for that game, and people are just like, "Yep, paid seventy dollars for a crashing simulator." I'm just like, "Damn!"
1: I can usually play a, a couple hours, and then it'll crash, and it'll crash at the worst time. Yeah, I'll be on an event or something that is going you know they're going to beat it, and so the event's going to be gone, and I'm going to lose out on all the shit that I work towards, mm-hmm. and then it'll crash on me. And I've I've seen videos of people that are playing hardcore characters, and they're, like, near max level.
0: Yeah. Near
1: near level, they're, like, 99, and the game will crash, and then they'll load up, and it'll be dead. Yeah. All that time
0: wasted. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. But. Yeah, Blizzard, get your shit together. Get your shit together. Ubisoft,
1: have an original thought. Quick copy. EA, just fucking die and close your <laughs> doors. you ruined Battlefront Uh, I still can't I still can't get past that Uh, you ruined Battlefront you literally just had to make the exact same game literally that's it It's all you had to do and it would be thriving still to this day I guarantee
0: it that game looks fantastic the audio and the the sound design fucking probably the best there is for a war game honestly Battlefield does their audio design is impeccable
1: but then they're like, hey, you gotta grind out forty hours in order to play as Vader.
0: I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was more than that, wasn't it? Wasn't it like fifty something hours?
1: It, something like that. But then they were like, but you can give us forty bucks. Or you
0: could give us sixty dollars and unlock everything instantly and be cool. I know you already spent sixty dollars for our game, but spend another sixty dollars to play our game. How you wanna play it? E A. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Unreal. Yeah. Indie developers give me this silver lining. It gives me hope for the future. Because like I can see there's still passion in game development. It's just not where these AAA titles are. It's not in Ubisoft. It's probably not in Blizzard. I'm hoping FromSoft can hang on to their their passion and the love they put into games. Elden Ring was phenomenal.
1: Well, I'm, I'm waiting to see what their DLC's like. Because I hear they're going to double the size of the game.
0: Yeah, they, they're not doing two DLC's like they planned they're doing one gigantic DLC
1: which means that you're going to pay like 30-40 for that DLC. Oh yeah, it's
0: going to be 40-50 bucks for sure. But it's going to be They say this it's going to be the size of the original game. Which
1: how many bosses did that original game have?
0: Was it like major, 100? Are you, are you talking about major bosses or are you talking about just bosses? Just bosses. Okay, it's it's like it's like 60 something uh, or it's it's 17 uh, bosses that you have to fight and then 67 bosses in total in the whole game, which so, is insane. Yeah, yeah.
1: And if they're going to double the size of the game, that means that it, there's going to be 130-plus oh, yeah. bosses in that yeah. game. And, of course, you know it, there's going to be a bundle on Steam, and then that's going to go on sale, and it's like, hey, if you pay 60 bucks now, mm-hmm. you it'll get be, all of
0: it. It'll be like the collector's edition that comes with like a, a copy of Elden Ring and the DLC. <clears throat> and that game was
1: fantastic. I haven't played it in a long time.
0: Yeah, I, I'd say that if, if you're playing it for the PV, PvE, it is an S-tier game. PvP is not great, but the PvP phenomenal in that game. After that
1: though, I'm wondering what they're going to do next.
0: I have a good idea what the DLC is going to be about just from like what they've hinted at with the pictures and what there's left unsolved in the world it's definitely going to be Mikola in a dream world sort of situation i guarantee it you're going to touch it you know that fucker's hand that's hanging out of the cocoon and blood moat blood yeah. bitch moat's area you're going to touch that hand and then go into a dream state i'm calling it right now you're going to touch that hand and you're going to go and you're going to get warped or something or get sucked in or like does, or smoke's gonna come in the room and you're gonna disappear or some something from softy you know how it goes yeah and then you'll be in a dream state that's what the DLC will be I'm calling it now remember this
1: hopefully hopefully they change up PvP to make it better
0: you want to know what my problem is with PvP is the NAT code or like the NAT type or something in that game makes it where you cannot hit people it's like when you hit people, and then when it registers they're being hit, is delayed. So, you can't roll catch people in this game. I'll get perfect roll catch. And, man, I don't want to hear anybody ever say, like, get good, get good. You just need to get better. I've fucking put 3.2 thousand hours into Dark Souls 3. I know what a roll catch is. I promise. I know what a <laughs> roll catch is. I can do it with my eyes closed, just listening to where you rolled. Okay? I can fucking... I could parry you, change every gear on my character, including my rings, and then repost your bitch ass. you like, my fucking inventory looks like a blur. I don't want to hear any shit about skill, motherfuckers. Play Elden Ring for 20 hours in PvP, and you tell me if you can roll catch, motherfuckers, consistently. And if you can, I'd like to know where you got your Google Fiber internet, first of all. Because I can't. I can't. I've got thousands of hours in PvP in that game, and... The way I play in Elden Ring isn't beat the person with superior timing. It's trade with the person with superior damage in a build. That's how I win every time in Elden Ring. I wait for you to commit to an attack and I trade with you. I tank the damage of the face and then I hit you with something that's gonna blow you up and kill you in one hit. That's how I win in that game every single time. And that that's how PvP is. You look at you watch the highest tier PvP, it's nobody'll swing. You know why? Because you commit to an attack that's going to make trade, you're dead every time. A PvP seriously needs to be looked at. I think the damage numbers are too high. Because people want to spam that left trigger. They want to sword art real, real bad. It's so easy in Elden Ring.
1: It would be it'd be nice to when you go into PvP because Diablo does that. Because, I mean, Diablo has it to where you can build characters to where you're doing millions of damage. Yeah where you'll one-shot you'll, you'll click, any you'll player. You'll click
0: two abilities and everything on the screen will be vaporized.
1: So what? how they do it is when you go into a PvP area, they give you a debuff mm-hmm. and it basically lowers your damage by
0: 90%. Yeah, so that there's actually a fight. Yeah,
1: so there's actually a duel. I remember
0: Diablo 3, like the fights were lasted a moment, a literal blink of an eye. It was whoever landed damage first, basically. And so maybe Elden Ring could do something like that They've already done something sort of like that where there's been nerfs only to the PvP. Like, like say you, you you know the ring that's just like you take 25% less damage to physical. That does nothing in PvP. It doesn't work. It does zero. Zero percent. It'll work against mobs and stuff, but not players. Yeah. So if you have those on, it won't do anything to help you in PvP. So they've done stuff like that, which is a great change Mind yeah. you. They also lowered how much sword arts do to players, but they still fucking one-shot you. I'm still just waiting for you to do a running R1 with your katana, where I'm just going to fucking slam you into the ground and get you in a chain. That's it. That's what I'm going to do every time. I have no reason to try to roll-catch you. I have no reason to try to outskill you or try to parry you in a game that has a shitty that type. Fucking terrible, horrible, like, late... You, do you know how in a game, like, you're shooting at somebody and they're running... Like to the left of you and you're shooting at somebody and your bullets are right on and you know that you're lagging so you aim a little bit ahead of them because they got that phantom range because they're a little bit more ahead of where you're actually seeing them and then you start hitting them I think that's what's happening in Elden Ring I think you need to do what you want to happen slightly before for it to register when you want it to.
1: But see, in, in shooting games, that's just called leading your shots. Yeah. Like yeah. You would do that in real life. Oh, too. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: But I'm just saying, have you ever done it more than you actually should because you know you're lagging a little bit? They're like they're like stuttering. And yeah. Like I know he's further than he actually is. I feel like I gotta play like that in Elden Ring. I gotta make a mental note to be like, I need to parry this attack that's running R one. But I know he's closer to me than he appears to be in the game right now. And I'll press the parry, I'll do the animation, it completely misses. and you'll see the dude go, boo and get parried six feet away from me. That's what I'm talking about, that weird, like... It's the net code. It, yeah, it's like, it's like what's happening isn't registering for me at the same time it is for them. And it makes roll-catching impossible, which is the, my favorite part of FromSoft games, is being better at timing than the other person. That feels so good when you're just more calculated than somebody else. You know what
1: I mean? When somebody can't get a hit on you, you
0: can parry them over and over and When you and just over. dodge circles around them, and then they dodge and you roll catch them. Then you fake a hit, and then they roll, and then you catch them again. And then you're throwing dung pies on them while they're trying to roll into a corner. Like That shit gets me off, man. Like That's that's where I get my fun. <laughs> I can't do that shit in Elden Ring because a motherfucker can just spam B in any direction, and I can't hit him. So Irritating. To have all of my skills mean nothing in the new game. Just my take on Elden Ring. I, I, I hate trading to win. Yeah. I hate doing that. It feels so... I don't feel like I, I beat you. I feel like my build just is better than yours. I didn't do any skill to be better than you. I just waited for you to attack me, and then I attacked. They really should
1: have a, a system in place to where you don't go into the actual world. Why don't they have it in the menu where you can join a fight club?
0: They kind of did a thing since fight clubs aren't a thing anymore, and it's that like arena, but you
1: have to go to that area though. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about in the menu instead of loading into the world, you choose the character that you built for PvP, Mm -hmm. and then you join the fight club arena, and then it loads like you know X amount of people into the club arena, and then it just constantly is just like you're up next and you step into the ring, and you go out, and when you die, you go back outside the ring.
0: You'd be, like, in the stadium, like, watching sort of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, instead of having to, then, you know, you get summoned out, and then you have to summon back into some other randos Mm -hmm. fucking thing. (coughs) You know, that way you have, like, many people in an area.
0: They do have a thing right now implemented, and it's it's a coliseum, and it's, like, 1v1s or 2v2s or 3v3s that you can do, but... My problem still lies with the balance of the game. That's still where my problem lies. Like, It's cool that I can fight three people, but it's still just three people rolling around, doing counterclockwise circles around each other, waiting for the other person to do a running R1 so they can press their left trigger. I'm telling you, you watch the high-tier PvP, nobody swings. Nobody attacks. Nobody it's just it's just them running up to you and then jumping, trying to make you think they attacked so that they can roll catch you or do something, attempt to peck you into damage or something like that. It's just, it's so different compared to how it used to be. God, Dark Souls 3 motherfuckers just pressed R1. They just ran to you and pressed R1. Oh, I miss it. <laughs> Elden Ring motherfuckers just like, dun, 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 just doing circles around you. Come on, do something. Do something! I know you want to do something. I want to hit you with my OP move, my anime move. Shoots a kamehameha wave that blows me up in an instant because I'm locked in an animation. Come on, saw fix your shit. I'm hated. Sorry. I think there's, <laughs> I think they
1: should start hiring. You know, AAA companies. They should start hiring people that are just consultants. They're just, you know, gamers that. You know, they they get the beta test. You know, instead of doing a triple A game should not come out on early access. It should not do it. They should not come out and then get review bombed like your theory is. That's the that's the way that everybody's doing it. They review bomb it and then in six months they fix it with a patch and do everything the community
0: says it needs to be done. And, and then and the then... game's reviews somehow resurface and now that it goes from all negative to Mostly positive. And that looks real good on Steam when you have a game that's mostly positive. So I I think that they
1: should have when like say Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto should have the ability for certain people to have access to the game to where they can play, you know, GTA online. Mm -hmm. They can kinda get up and they're like, Look, you really need to do something different than what you did in five. Yeah. Here's what you might be able to do. And then whenever it launches, your game immediately You know, you skip the hate period. Yeah. That's what you need to do.
0: I'm not I'm not worried about GTA five being quality, like the quality being bad. I have a hundred percent I'd say ninety nine point nine percent sure that GTA six will be an absolute phenomenal game. The thing I think they're going to do, though, is I think they're going to monetize the fuck out of the online way worse than they did five, and five was bad. And I think that's where the problem's going to come. Oh, lie. yeah, I
1: knew people that every payday, they would go and buy oh, yeah. a $50 oh, shark yeah.
0: card. Yeah, just somebody in the chat, or uh, one of our boys, Cameron, he bought a $100 shark card while he was in college. $100 shark card. That, that shit should, the most expensive
1: you know, should be like 20 bucks. And,
0: and and I remember his that money was gone in an instant. He oh, yeah. spent it and it was gone. He bought a yacht, Yeah, right? yeah, he got one thing that, yeah. It's and it's like, just
1: grind it out, dude. Uh, grind it out. Don't give these people any more money. Yeah.
0: Quit making... Rockstar has plenty of money. Their game has been $50 plus for a decade. I promise. Rockstar got money.
1: Oh, yeah, because they ban people that cheat
0: online. Yeah. And then they just are like, oh, okay. No, they'll ban you
1: from modding the single player.
0: Yeah, and and
1: then oh, okay. I'll just buy another copy. They
0: just now started to become lenient with the RP servers because they noticed the absolutely huge player base they've got on on a Twitch. Like, there's an unbelievable amount of people that do RP for GTA, so they're gonna widen their horizons with that for
1: sure. Well, I guess this episode turned into a uh, a rant
0: a rant about video games, but yeah. you know,
1: that's that's. In my opinion, that's the best form of entertainment out there right now. Because, you know, you, you go and buy movies for $20, $30, you watch it, you're probably not going to watch it again immediately after. Yeah. At least single player games that have story driven things, you have like 40 hours of gameplay for, you know, you might get 10 hours of story in that gameplay, but, you know, that's times longer than uh-huh. a long-ass movie like Oppenheimer that's three hours long for a movie. So you're getting the story, but you're also getting the engagement of, you know, the hand-eye coordination, the problem-solving with puzzles, you know, it's it's engaging your mind. So I don't understand people that still have a stigma against video, people that play video games. Oh, nerd.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, You know what, I don't want to mindlessly sit there on the fucking couch and be taken on this, like, ride for an hour Mm -hmm. to watch this show. I'm
0: so tired of also hearing fucking boomers and old people being like, this is why violence is a thing. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, have you guys seen the new Jeffrey Dahmer movie? It's awesome. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Bitch, you watch NCIS. You watch shows about people who gut people.
1: I would argue that video games allow an outlet, because, like, when I have a shitty day you know i used to come home back whenever i actually played like black ops 2 mm-hmm. cuz cod black ops 2 was fucking fun
0: yeah
1: and so you know you have a shitty day and you come home and you just you hop in for an hour to unwind and play a few matches and you got that aggression out you felt better mm-hmm. because you were just like yeah die bitch yeah you you were able to it was an outlet
0: mm-hmm.
1: whereas you know these boomers
0: saying oh the Cause... Those same people were watching Gunsmoke. It was literally people gunning each other down in taverns over, like, the dumbest shit. You know what people fought over for in westerns? You're in the same town as me. Die. <laughs> That's what it was about. Are you ta- getting on a me about violence? Your shit is turf wars. Like, what the fuck you on about? Gang warfare. This is the most, like, ancient form of just, like, Pound my chest, my territory, my territory, you know? You went Algren there.
1: like You know what I mean, though? Like, like what the fuck? Well, an announcement. You know, first off, reach out to us. You have, like, a, you know, a PC question or something, you know. We'll we'll try and help you troubleshoot it, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a little delayed because we only do one of these a week. But... You're having an issue, or you're thinking about getting into it, you know. Send us a send us an email.
0: And if you disagree with any of these points that
1: we're making, feel free
0: to let us know. Yeah, We'd love you to know, argue.
1: Sentarded at protonmail dot dude. You know, get after it. You know, give us some feedback. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But yeah, ask us a question if you're thinking about getting into it, and you're wondering about budget and all that stuff. You know, let us know. We, you know, I I would love to just look through and see like what. The best budget build I could come up Mm -hmm. with is that you can generally play everything out right now.
0: Hell, me and my buddy Caleb, we sit in our computer all the time and put builds together on PCPartPicker.com. We'll just put rigs together that we think would be, like, really affordable but, like, quality compared to, like, you know, pre-built rigs.
1: And, like, last week,
0: if I can't think of a
1: goddamn name for an episode, I'm just going to put the episode number on there. That's going to kind of be the standard. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I will rack my goddamn brain trying to think about what to call this that doesn't sound goofy as fuck. And I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of it. So, if you just see an episode number and you like the personalized fucking titles, tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> Send me an email and bitch about it. Until then, I don't
0: fucking care. he sent me a message the other day he's like I need a title I'm like I don't have a fucking clue he's like it's gonna be the number I give up
1: (laughs) nope not racking my brain around it so with that said as always do fun shit okay I don't care I don't care you wanna play pool play pool it's fun to you. you wanna build fucking tables build fucking tables do fun shit ain't nobody getting out of this alive so you might as well enjoy it You might as well enjoy it. Fuck what other people think, Mm -hmm. do fun shit, and don't apologize for it. Nope. And until next time, later bitches.
0: See ya.